The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. But first, I want to talk about the fact that we are firmly in the depths of winter, certainly if the uh, temperature is anything to go by the last couple of days. And that means more people out and about in the dark. And so given that, um, should vulnerable road users, and I'm talking about pedestrians and cyclists and people on scooters, should they be mandated to wear reflective gear or clothing? That is uh, the question. Joe Shea is with me. He's a columnist for the Irish Mirror. Joe, how big of an issue is this? Well, it's just something I've noticed myself. I live in the city centre in Cork and um, been driving, uh, you know, like it's getting really dark really early these days. And uh, I was driving home last night and there was just kids on electric scooters coming from all angles. You know, teenagers, I suppose, really young teens, adults as well. But what struck me was a lot of the teenagers on these electric scooters were dressed like stealth ninjas. You know, I mean, they're wearing black tracksuits, black baseball caps. Uh, you know, there's barely a light. At, there might be a small little light at the back down by the bottom uh, of the scooter, you know, by the wheel. They're impossible to see. And they're coming at you from, from every angle because they're using bike lanes, they're using pavements. But they're going at, from, what, 20 miles an hour? You know, they, these things can really move. And we've seen it recently. There was a, a kid knocked off a scooter here in Cork recently. Uh, there was a man killed recently in Sligo, I think it was in October. These are very dangerous, you know, if you're, if you're not taking care, they can be very, very dangerous. And for, for, for motorists as well, it's, it's almost impossible to see people. So that's what, like, why, what, what I was asking is basically, why would a parent let a, a child go out on an e-scooter dressed from head to toe in black with not a single light on them? It's just, I can't understand it. And, I mean, there are actually rules around, like, say, bikes, for example, having rear lights and front lights. Now, I'm not sure yeah. how, how, how enforced they are, but there certainly are rules there. There's no rules around e-scooters because actually they're still technically illegal. I mean, that's that's part and parcel yeah. of the problem, isn't it? I mean, there's there's the parental is. issue, but also in terms of enforcement, what are you enforcing? Yeah, yeah well, I mean, the, 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 the laws are about to change. I mean, they've been fast-tracked and we've been waiting on. The, the, the law was actually changed, I think, in the summer, but it's taken a while to actually come into effect. Technically, they're still illegal at the moment, which kind of adds another layer of jeopardy to the whole thing if we're in an accident involving them. But also, I mean, I understand, and it, I understand that they can change the law around visibility, right? And, and I think, you know, part of the new provisions will provide for the electric scooters or personal mm. powered transport, PPTs they're called, will have to be lit up properly. But there's also an element uh, with all of this, there's personal responsibility as well. I mean, you, you, if you're an adult and you're out in an e-scooter, you should be lit yeah. up. You should have a high-vis jacket and a, and, a, and a helmet with a high-vis thing on it. And a lot of people do, in fairness, and you should have lights. I mean, I've, I've seen people on, on e-scooters that are lit up like Christmas, and that's great. Fine. And I'm nothing against them, and they can be very handy for urban transport. What I can't understand is, and what you can't legislate for, and the guards can't make people do this, if you're a parent, how are, in the name of God, are you leaving your kid out on a fast e-scooter on a winter night on a busy road, dressed from head to toe in black? I, I just can't, I can't get my head around this. Uh, Una Morrison is with me, the chairperson for the Dublin Cycling Campaign. And, and Una, Joe mentioned the fact that a lot of these e-scooters, I mean, they're in bike lanes. Yes. So as people you represent as well are, mm-hmm. are, are kind of, um, kind of getting perilously close to them. So I, like, what, what's your view on the need for them to, Maybe have the same rules and regulations that cyclists need in terms of lights. Yeah, well, I think 
lights are important on our bikes. You know, as you said, it's a legal requirement for cyclists to have a, a front white light and a rear red light. And we actually are partnering with your saying, giving out lights at the moment of their light up our bike campaign. Um, so look out for people. But in terms of e-scooters, like I said, it's a challenge because they're not regulated at the moment. Mm. Um and I think there is a responsibility in people to make sure that they're visible. Cyclists, e-scooters, everybody has that that responsibility. But we also need to bear in mind that when you're looking at like a hierarchy of hazard control, the, eliminating the risk and reducing, you know, what is the most important thing to do? PPE, like talking about high-vis, is the cheapest but least effective control. So eliminating the risks, separating cars and e-scooters and cyclists mm. has much more success than, you know, forcing people to wear high vis. How do you feel about, uh, once legislated for, e-scooters sharing the same space as bikes? Mm, that's a tricky one. I think if... Because, um, you know, in a perfect world, we'd have, say, all this curbing and, and things or, or whatever it happens to be, a completely separate cycle lane from the, the road lane. So 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 we've, let's say, you know, you've through um, in infrastructure investment, you, you've eliminated or reduced the risk posed by cars. But now you've got your e-scooters in that little space with you. And I think it's about everybody respecting space. It's about respect in general, um, giving each other space. There are e-bikes as well. I cycle an e-bike, um, cargo bikes. You know, there are other kinds of mobility vehicles that people are making choices to make speed, speedier, more efficient and more eco-friendly ways of transport. So we're not going to put people off scooters. Um, and certainly we want to be, but we would prefer if everyone was on bikes, of course, that's our gig. <laughs> um, but I think it's about people making those choices that are right for them and having respect for people around them. So that be it a motorist, not blocking that bike box at, at a traffic light, uh, giving us space when they're overtaking. Uh, you know, the bus driver who let me as I cycled in here gave me that space that I needed to get in front of her. You know, it's all about giving respect and, and you know, and that means a cleaner, faster, friendlier city for everybody. Uh, listen, Una, it's good to see you and thanks a million for coming in. Una no Morrison problem. is chairperson for the Dublin Cycling Campaign. Joe O'Shea is a columnist for the Irish Mirror. Joe, good to talk to you uh, as well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.